Hey there, sports fans. Hey there. I'm Brittany, and this is my co-host, Ronnie. This is a podcast where we're going to examine sports from uh, from a viewpoint that people don't often get to see it, which is from the queer perspective. And uh, and and we're excited to to welcome people who who feel like they have been shut out of sports. I, for a long time, loved sports and then felt like sports were not for me because I was definitely not invited to the sports circles. But that doesn't have to be the way it is. We're starting our own little sports circle and then you're welcome. And if, if you if you don't know anything about sports, that's fine. We, yeah. we know a little bit. I know a little bit about some. Ronnie knows a little bit about some. And we are so happy to have you here. And if you want to learn, awesome. If you just want to like listen to us discuss, very cool. You don't have to be a fan if you don't want to be. Yeah, you can, you can do whatever you want. Do, just, what, do what you want. You be you. You do you. But do hit that subscribe um whether you are a fan or not if you've listened this far then you should at least give us a subscribe and then maybe just just... hit that button do that thing let's talk about sports you know the women's national soccer team kicking ass taking names as always as always as always, I mean, there was a couple games during that World Cup. I I was a little worried, but also kind of excited for the other team. <laughs> that happens. Like, that definitely happens. There's like I was kind of like, I really want the US to win, but if right. we don't, how cool for right. this other team. That is that is definitely a thing that I was thinking about a lot. I was talking with my wife about that, that like when I watch a lot of sports, a lot of men's sports, yeah, I like I get so in my head about rooting for the team I'm rooting for, and I can't I can't really think about that other team. Whereas, yeah. like, I look at the the women's soccer teams, the women's national soccer teams from around the world, and like all everyone on the U.S. women's national team rules. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that everyone on the Netherlands women's team rules too, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure that everyone on the German team like. I, 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 it's just so cool to be like, I would root for any one of these players individually. And it just so happens that a lot of them are on team where I, from a country where I was born and I'm, yes. I'm excited about them, but I could be excited about any of these teams. Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting. Cause like, if you listen to any of the commentators, which I normally try not to, because they are kind of douchey. Um, mm-hmm. But it would be like, oh, uh, the, the women's uh, team from Spain has this world number one, you know, whatever. Here's this example of how amazing uh, these players are. And then it's like, all right, so uh, now on England, we have the world's best whatever. And you're like, what? How do all of these women's teams <laughs> have like the world best insert title championship here? And I feel like you don't get that as much. Um, even just in men's soccer, like, I feel like Mm -hmm. you have specific teams that have amazing players, but it's not like every single team has specifically like this really rad player that does something special. Right. And, you know, I don't know. There was something about this team that like, I feel like after Megan (laughs) Rapinoe did that interview after their first game and somebody asked, you know, like, are you going to go to the white house if you're invited? Um, (laughs) And she just, you know, straight up bluntly said, <laughs> no, like, right. uh, fuck said no. that we were all hoping she was king. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, she became my own little personal hero in that moment. Right. Like, I just feel like I wanted them, like, I wanted her to just stick it in the face of all the Americans that then were like, she's terrible and should be kicked off the team. It's like, she's not terrible. She's actually an amazing player. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you know, uh, they make really well, valid points. So maybe and, we and should it, them. And it comes from the perspective of like so many people who who have that kind of a oh, get her off the team are the same stick to sports people, the same yeah. people who who I want politics out of my sports when like all sports are political to some degree. Yeah. And you are forcing or not maybe not people individually but the women's national team is certainly forced to be political by the fact that 
you know, it has been very well discussed and and yet under discussed that they are making substantially less than the men's national team for doing better, for doing way, way more. You know, there are, you know, from the, the beautiful pictures that we saw online of all of the girlfriends and wives of the of the U.S. women's national team, we have a lot of LGBTQ uh, ladies here yeah, with a lot us of representation yep which which is something that uh that is just innately political because people are dicks and need to decide that <laughs> that that part of life needs to be needs to be legislated out like i i think about the like what is the difference between something like that and the men's national team where like soccer yeah. in america is like still a very political thing and i think yep. back to an article that i read that it was i believe it was from deadspin or, or some some kind of site that was like a little bit tongue in cheek where it listed, it was like, oh, here's what the men's national team has to say about equal pay for the women's national team. And yeah. it, it listed all the names of the men's team. And underneath of all of it is declined to comment, declined to comment, did not get back in touch, declined to comment, declined. <laughs> and it's like, they have that privilege to be able to say, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stir that pot up. This team does yeah. not have the opportunity to do that because of livelihood. And, and, and they are, you know, the exceptional women, if, if the women were just doing as well as the men, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation, even though that means that they would still deserve equal pay. They have to be doing phenomenally better than the men for us yeah. to even be like, oh, they should probably get, you know, at least equal pay. Which it's, is just mind boggling to me. Yes. It's crazy. That, that's just nuts. Uh, yeah. I think and people keep bringing this up and they're like, well, you know, soccer and i'm sorry did i totally interrupt you <laughs> i totally i'm like wait no a no you're good you're good I, if, there's one, if there's one thing you are definitely allowed to do on this podcast it's interrupt me i could <laughs> we, we will not have it the other way around uh, at thank all. you very much yep uh <laughs> i was just gonna say like american society by and large and i'm i'm generalizing here but really likes to say oh well you know soccer just isn't a sport here it's just not very popular right. and i'm always like okay how many of your children have you signed up for soccer right. <laughs> like right. how many of your kids played soccer throughout elementary middle high school and possibly even into college like Soccer is actually pretty big here. We do have the MLS. Like, yeah, it. We do also have the women's league. It's just not as popular. So don't, don't. You can't really tell me that it's not popular because it's not just like the women's national team that doesn't get the equal pay or the coverage. Like, mm -hmm. it's pretty much any other women's sport. But right, right. You know. Yeah. It's, and, go ahead. And even even that is like. Like I remember when uh, the men were in the um, the World Cup several years ago. Yeah. Um, very excited about that. Of course, uh, didn't didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. But um, several, uh, I I won't name them because I don't even want to give them credit. But like talking heads were were decrying the fact that soccer, you know, trying to make the case that soccer is not a thing here. Exactly what you're saying. Like not only like saying, well, it's just not a thing here, but saying like it shouldn't be a thing here. It's silly for people to think it's a thing here. It's never, you know, stop trying to make soccer happen. It's not going to happen, yeah. which is just like, I guess this, this political, it, it's political in itself because it's this idea of, of further dividing us from the rest of the world, from Europe, from European ideals and things like that yeah. from, from, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it, which is just boggling that you would choose the vehicle of soccer right. to, right. to right. like, and being said, they're going to choose every single vehicle they can in order to try and make their nonsensical points but it's just it's just wild to me that it would they would take it out on like this great sport that america's actually super good at yeah yeah and you know i don't think people realize in order to get into the world cup you have to be good mm -hmm. it's not every single country's team coming together yep. and playing it you have to be <laughs> decent enough at the sport and qualify yep which like that's huge in order mm -hmm. e even to be in any of the pools you still have to be pretty damn good yeah yeah i, I and i do and if i'm not mistaken i do believe that the men have not qualified for the upcoming world cup you are correct <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Bad yeah. beat. Bad, real bad beat. Yeah. I, I, I would, I would cheer. I'd, I'd be standing <laughs> up and cheering, but it is a little bit, it is a little bit funny and it a little hurt. bit poetic. That, it, <laughs> it's, it does sting a little, but yeah. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, to the point of equal pay, the men for losing uh, in a World Cup and coming in last place or, mm-hmm. you know, 10th place, they still get much more money than the women's team for winning the World Cup. Yeah. And people yeah. say, oh, it's 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 viewership. It's it's how many people actually watch. Well, guess what? This was the most watched World Cup, men or women's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that that's huge. Yeah. Um Nike just had something saying like the women's team's jerseys have now become the number one best selling jersey, men or women's anything by Nike. Like mm-hmm. people care, people are watching. I and, and I totally understand that because having Rapino across my back is the best I can do from keeping myself from just tattooing Rapino across <laughs> my back. Yeah, which is, which is very much that. what I want to do. So the, the jersey is keeping me from making that 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 uh <laughs> that is a, maybe that mistake, is like... maybe best decision of my life. Who knows? <laughs> that is such a feel, uh, right yes. there. That is like such a mood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she won the fucking golden boot. Like she, yep. you know, the president of the United States tweets about her, and she goes back and she's like, "Oh, let me just score what three goals? Like <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, it's so good." Um, and I like, it's funny. I'm not, I enjoy soccer. I watch some MLS, but really it's only if I get tickets and go watch a a game live. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't follow a lot of like not world cup soccer, but like I know every single player on the women's team. I knew every single player on the men's team. Like I get really into the world cup. And as Mm -hmm. I said earlier, it's not that like, I'm going to be, I'll be disappointed if our team, if the United States team loses, but I'm really stoked for other teams and I can find another team that I support. Like the men's Icelandic team. They are a tiny little island country and they got into the World Cup. Like, yeah, that's huge. Um, mm-hmm. I just, there's something about soccer that just gets, it, it's like gets into that European bloodstream that you have back there somewhere. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch. yeah. Uh, I was there is there is a meme um and it was uh the US women's team wasn't the true winner of this world cup it was queer people and it was just a <laughs> bunch of like screen grabs of, of all of the uh wives and partners kissing their partners yes that was incredible terrific <laughs> so so good so wholesome so wonderful so like oh man <laughs> i I remember uh, the last World Cup that we won four years ago against Japan. And that was the first time I was like, holy crap, they just showed Abby Wambach kissing her partner mm-hmm. on TV. Like, I lit- I just witnessed that. And it was just so much more this year. <laughs> like, it was just <laughs> every team that won a game. Like, it was incredible. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, yeah. I mean, that, 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 yeah. <laughs> I would, it's, you want to put a fine point on that, but it's just, it is what it is. It's beautiful. It is four years ago, basically unheard of. And now it is yeah. out in the forefront and still rubbing people, rubbing shitty people the wrong way. Yes. And I'm but, glad that it does. You know what? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, great. Yeah. 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 Much like like this podcast isn't for everyone. Maybe the, maybe the women's national team is not for everyone. It damn well should be because it's the best best uh, soccer your money can buy. Yeah. But if it, if you if you got beef, uh, they're not gonna stop. It's not gonna they're yeah. not gonna stop being no. gay because you want to watch women's soccer. No, I also you know like all the dude bros out there, and it's usually cis het dudes that are like, yep. oh well, every soccer player is a big old lesbian, and I'm like, well, one if they are awesome. <laughs> but also like they're 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 not like uh uh morgan morgan has a boyfriend who is a professional soccer player like mm-hmm. a lot of the women yep. have cis husbands partners like it, it's not Ju- just julie is it julie Ertz? julie julie yeah. Ertz is she, her yep. her husband is is zach Ertz from the philadelphia eagles um, isn't it the eagles 
Yes. Well, I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, it's the Eagles, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Got, gotta <laughs> go get that water ice. Shaking off go that Philadelphia accent over the years. So, but yeah, yeah, to your, it, it's just to, to you know, it, there is one side of it that is just, you know, well, everyone is a lesbian, which is dismissive of not only the straight players but it's also dismissive of the lesbians because it's just it's taking down a person's sexuality and just you know yeah well you you could only be doing this if you were a lesbian you know right right as if there's not diversity within the lgbt community to be athletes and very much not athletes yeah i mean why can't <laughs> why they gotta be lesbians they could be right. queer they can be bisexual they can be pan mm-hmm. let let them t- let them be who they are god exactly why, exactly. You, gotta, why you gotta label it mm-hmm. speaking of Ertz, there was a uh, an article that came out and it was like uh what's the the, the eagles player what's his name zach Ertz. yeah so it was like zach Ertz goes across the seas to support wife and like somebody corrected it and was like, Ertz's husband comes to watch her play right, in the world. Right. Like, like, no, no, no. You're you're actually belittling her by not right. putting her name out there. And she's on one of the best effing teams in the like in the world. Yeah. Like, call it what it is. <laughs> I did I did notice that um that publications that I had seen were a little bit better about this. I remember that was a huge problem four years ago. That it was yeah. just nonstop, just like eagle's wife goes to the world and it's like nope nope you got it you did it bad you go back go back to your newspaper do it again you did a bad go back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so get the know. squirt bottle like you would a cat or a dog and just yep 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 go take back. the no no can at you go yep. bad we could talk about the women's national team forever literally this podcast and- could just be the women's national team podcast and uh, honestly, hey, might be. women's national team if you want a podcast we're open Yes, for sure. We will be the official. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be the official podcast of Megan Rapinoe. I'll just get on here and gush about her for uh, for, for an hour yeah. at a time. Um, Megan, uh, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure that we will return to that deep, deep well of the women's national team very often. Uh, but we there's some for- there's there's some other athletes out there uh, who are deserving of some attention, including there one. Are. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. In this context, yes. Usually, no, because it's just a bunch of, you know, dudes. We have <laughs> we have not dudes. We have Simone Biles. Holy, holy she... great Olympic gods. Because it, <laughs> oh. it, if you haven't seen it, which I, of course you have, because it should be broadcast across the frontal lobes of every person in the world. Yeah. Simone Biles flooring at the most recent or the the U.S. gymnastics championships, it, it's 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 breathtaking. It is amazing that she I, is I, she can make, she can make her body do that. I she I could basically what I'm doing right now. Like I could only speak in like vowel sounds. Yeah. As I watched it, like I was like, ah, oh, huh? Like it was. I there were no words to convey how impressive beautiful she was doing what she was doing Mm -hmm. i just you know gymnastics always always gets me during like the summer olympics other than that it's cool um i do find it amazing what people can do with their bodies but it's not usually my jam Mm. i don't always know what terms mean or if they do something i'm like that was good yes but like there was no doubt watching simone biles she defied gravity Mm Yeah. It is. It is like, and here, here's the, the 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 disconnect. The weird thing where I'm trying to figure out where it's like, it is like, like she is Spider Man. Like she is literally like, she I'm, is able to, like, do things that the rest of us cannot do, and she could probably fight crime with with the skills that she has. She I'm could. Pretty sure she does. We just don't know it yet. That's very true. Very true. Yeah. But I also am like weary of using because I think I mean that a lot of just like it's superhuman. It's it's you know it's it's amazing. It's it's it it is like beyond human ability because it's not. And that language with her being a woman of color starts to get us into a real bad territory. Yeah. No, that I, is, I agree that is with constantly you. used against against men in, in football and basketball. That is just, well, you know, 
they're black so they can they can you know do amazing feats of strength when it's just like nah she's just working her ass off every she, day she's just really fucking good at what she does yeah understanding exactly what she's doing which is not to like even take away that like oh if i work that hard I, I'm sure if I work that hard, I could not. I, I I don't know. Maybe I could. I don't know. That's that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> she she is constantly just has. A, you can tell. Um, I was reading about not the routine that has gone viral on Twitter and social media, but the day before it, she kind of lost her footing a little bit when she came down from the. I believe it was the triple double, and she kind of had to catch herself with her hand. And she was very upset about it. And yeah. the article was talking about how like she knew exactly where it went wrong. It's like she's not just and and this is like, of course, this is the case. But for me, it's like takes a minute to realize like she doesn't just jump up there and try and throw her body around. She knows what every muscle in her body needs to do yeah. in order to get herself into the position to land an amazing, amazing flip. Yeah. It's not just like well, I'm super strong, so here I go. She She's clearly a student of gymnastics. She's clearly in the gym every day working hard on these kind of things. And yeah. and that that is what should be lifted up, not the idea that, like, she's a superhero. She's, she's you know, innately better in all this because that is, that no, is I, bad. I, I completely agree. No, I the, the thing is, like, she is a master of her craft, right? Yes. Like, I... I cannot like the, what she can do. And I think why, like, especially like we, we make the jokes that she is a superhero, right? She is Spider-Man yes. yes. because when you see something so amazing and ha somebody have so much control of their body and their muscle movement, it's, it's like your mind can't comprehend it because <laughs> it's not something that you see regularly. It's not something that, uh, everyone can do because there is no other Simone Biles out there right now and it's just I can't fathom having that much of a discipline on myself the way that she does for herself and how mm -hmm. much how old is she how old is she 19 like that I just read it oh no where was she no she's 22 I'm sorry for a 22-year-old to know your body and yourself that much, I, I can't, what was I doing at 22? Not that. Mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah. it's, it's incredible. Um, and, you know, she really, I mean, she's younger than I am and I look up to her. Like, it's incredible it, what she does. Uh, and I can only hope that my young nieces and nephews look up to her. Like, yeah, have that kind of dedication to whatever you're passionate for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in the face of so much adversity, I mean, that, that yeah. it it is not, you know, we, we talk about the fact that she is a woman of color, not the most prominent thing in in gymnastics. You know, that, that is that is something that, you know, much like uh, swimming, um, you know, there was uh, who's who is the athlete in the Olympics, the Summer Olympics most recently. I can't think of her name, but. It was. It is both kind of a testament to um, people who have been generally shut out of these spaces, where you know, a pool, a gymnastics gym, like those are things that are necessary to get good at this kind of sport, and yeah. overcoming that in such a magnificent way. Not also to mention, I, I you know, I, I maybe I, I don't want to spend too much time here. Maybe maybe we should, but but the fact that you know, it's it's we are not far from you know the whole uh, Larry Nasser um yeah. situation tragedy yeah. um and she is you know reliving these experiences um while she is still trying to compete on the on the brightest stage in the world um she's you know i have i have a quote here uh it is impossibly difficult to relive these experiences i have promised myself that my story will be much greater than this and i promise all of you that i will never give up that to be doing what she's doing in the face of what she's doing with that on her shoulder is just like, I, I, I can't, I can't comprehend it. And it is not yeah. because she's superhuman. It's not because she's like, well, I'm just forgetting about it. It's because she's living with it. And she's just deciding, like, just like you said, there are people looking up to me. There are people that, you know, this is, I am the face of us women's gymnastics. 
And the face of U.S. women's gymnastics right now is scared. It is reeling from this event. And yeah. she is going to show what it happens when you, you you do this kind of thing. She's she's going to come back stronger. She's going to fight against this kind of thing. And and it's ah uh, uh, it's she's she's yeah. she's amazing. I can't. That's young age. So I know I know you know she she's twenty two. I don't want to inf- inf- analyze her, but it, I, I it, it, it's amazing. No, she's incredible. Um, and she's so well spoken, and to know. I mean, all of the girls and women on uh, the national team that have gone through what they've gone through and overcome what they've overcome. Um, And again, we don't have to talk about it, but for the women who did go to court against Nasser, like Mm -hmm. that alone takes a bravery in itself that, you know, is, is, uh, is amazing. Um, There's no better word for that. And, you know, maybe that is something that we can talk about in a future episode, um, just in sports in general. Yeah, absolutely. I do think it is an issue, but, you know, maybe not for the first episode. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, for sure. But I do think it is an important one um, because it happens in college. It happens in the uh, clearly Olympic realm and it happens in the pros. And, uh, you know. This I am definitely one that that is open to talking about these things um, because they should be talked about and not forgotten about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The Olympic swimmer. Were you thinking of Simone uh, Manuel? Yes. 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 It was it was just another one of those situations where where historically uh, black families have not been allowed two pools which is you know the for a lot of people before they had pools in their yard that's the way that you could access the pool and you know it, that led to a circumstance through familial situations that people didn't learn how to swim they didn't teach their children yep. how to swim and so to see Simone Manuel breaking those records on in, in the pool it yeah. just it, it it mirrors a little bit of that it I am not familiar with with how hard it is to get into gymnastic gymnasiums, but I have to imagine it's pretty tough. And yeah. uh, and yeah. and uh, for for a marginalized person to be able to to get in there and absolutely destroy the sport is just good for her. Yeah, uh, incredible. I mean, inspiring as well. I, you know, she mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he did go to Stanford um, and Stanford University. For those of you who don't know. Not only do you have to be really good at whatever sport they're recruiting you for, you still need to get into Stanford. Like, <laughs> you still have to take their tests and be really, really smart. So, like, anyone who plays at Stanford, I already have respect for. Like, they don't cut any corners. Like, you have to still be, like, an exemplary uh, student as well as athlete. For sure. For sure. Do we want to do we want to take a take a step towards our next uh, our next sport our next uh, topic of discussion? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. So uh, so uh, this past week uh, there was a fight involving uh, Brittany Griner and uh, other other athletes in the WNBA, but most prominently Brittany Griner because she's the best uh, player probably in the league, probably in the history of the league. And what, six, uh, nine, I believe she yes, she is the tallest six, player six, in nine. the league, which yeah. which kind of leads to this whole this issue that, you know, she is impossible to defend because she's tall and also an amazing basketball player. Yeah. And so defenders just shots and yeah. and get really, really, uh, really chippy. And uh, the refs often, as in any sport, are a lot more reactionary than they are uh, proactive. Yeah. And she ends up getting lots of fines because she gets in lots of scuffles because people just want her to not be on the court with them. Or they just yeah. want to be able to, you know, play around her, which is also difficult. Yeah, I will say, uh, so I am a decent WNBA fan. I wouldn't say that I'm like, oh, WNBA, dude, I got to get off this podcast right now because I got to go watch. You know, like, sure. I'm not that kind of fan, but I follow it enough. I will say there have been issues and a lot of fines against the WNBA officials um, mm. because they are known to be terrible. Um, sure. As well as if they don't like a team or a coach, you pretty much know it when you're watching. 
So I will just I will throw that out there that the WNBA do their officials have gotten somewhat better, uh, but even in like just the last two years, there's been quite a few issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, part of the story that that makes it a real story now that has come to a head is that Brittany Griner had, you know, if 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 the refs don't protect me, if I'm out there just taking hits constantly and then end yes. up getting fined for it, I'm not going to play in the WNBA anymore which would be a huge, huge hit to the WNBA. Um, It it, unfortunately, uh, based on the fact that, you know, it is, it is less, less popular than the NBA and, you know, women's basketball in college gets less viewership. So we, we know less players from there uh, go on to be stars in the WNBA. There are, you know, not, there's not a whole lot of name recognition, admittedly by me, and I, you know, I'm saying general things. People might, <laughs> yeah. you know, have a much better idea. There are plenty of people that have a much better idea than I do, but <laughs> it it that hurts their star power tremendously. She the comment that she is basically playing the summer for free, based on all the fines that she's gotten, and based on how little uh, WNBA players make. I yeah. was kind of startled by how little yeah i i you know it's in this article this article was on um uh, sb nation um it talks about how britney griner makes one hundred eleven thousand dollars a season to play in the wnba which already is and that's a league maximum already pales in comparison to the 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 nba and and it's not it's not a a perfect parallel um to the u.s women's national team in soccer because you know the the viewership is not the same the you know the people going to the games are not paying as much receipts and and you know there there are certainly politics there and and you know different things that are going on there that could be yeah. reevaluated it's not right. a perfect parallel but it it's there but this this shocked me the most that it said that she has a seven figure salary playing in Russia in the yeah. winter yeah so I, one really ahead, interesting- explain this to me yeah yeah, yeah. I I can't explain why they're not paid equally. Um and the the fact that like a hundred and ten is like max cap, that's as much as you can make. Um mm-hmm. and there is some talent in the WNBA, but like there are some really good players and they're making like maybe eighty thousand. And they basically have to go overseas. They, most of the women who play in the WNBA, unless they're of a certain age and are kind of already quote unquote too old for the sport. Um, you know, knees wear out, hips wear out, your back wears out pretty quickly um, in basketball in general, because you're using all of those major kind of like joint areas. They have to go play overseas. And that's where the money is. There's a couple women who play in China. Russia is really big, the Ukraine, and they make so much more money. And then if their team overseas is actually in the, like the finals or any kind of playoff situation, which means they are going to be delayed in coming back to play for the WNBA. The WNBA finds them for being tardy, basically not playing in their first couple of games, which is also mind boggling to me that you're not paying these women enough money and they are going to play overseas. So they don't get a break like the NBA. They get a break. They still practice at certain points but they don't have to go play overseas. They make enough money. Even the worst player in the NBA makes more money than the best player in the WNBA. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is something that people say again is viewership. Uh, It's people's interests. I will say I did. I'm originally from Los Angeles. I live in the Midwest now. I'm in Minneapolis. So I went from Sparks Territory, which is the WNBA team out there, um, which is the team that I root for, (laughs) (laughs) to Lynx Territory. And the Lynx are one of the best teams, or at least used to be, in the WNBA. I have never, going to see a Sparks game, and the Sparks are good. I'm not like, yes, I'm a fan, but like the Sparks are usually ranked anywhere from one to three in the league. Tickets cost maybe $25 for a decent seat. It was never sold out unless it was a finals game. And even still, it probably Mm -hmm. wasn't sold out. Here in Minnesota, a regular season game against anyone is probably going to be sold out. Tickets will probably cost you $45, which still 
not that expensive compared to the NBA, but it's still $20 more and you're in the Midwest. Like mm-hmm. it is a, a team here. Like people are passionate about the links here in, in a very different way than I saw from, uh, from the sparks. So I think it also depends on where you are located. Sure. Um, you know, LA is saturated. They've got two NBA yeah. teams. Mm-hmm. They've got two baseball teams. They've got two hockey teams. Uh, <laughs> um, like there's every other men's sport around. So it's kind of like, like even when the Sparks won two, three years ago, the the championship, there was a parade on a Tuesday and it wasn't even a parade. It was just kind of like they blocked off a section of the town uh, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> where the arena was. And I digressed completely into my story, but um, I guess it is, you know, where you are, it, owners, people who own the team. Sure. Um, my my marketing. My, I don't know. <laughs> and I think that's where the marketing maybe is where where I'm come down to it because it's not as if there's. I'm hung up on this fact that they make ten times more money in Russia. At least, yeah. like based on all I know is the seven figure salary, so which means at least she makes ten yes. percent of what she makes in the winter playing yeah. in the WNBA. Yeah. Like, wh- what is what are they doing? Like, I, I'm I'm not one who's who's like over here, you know, saying we need to we need to get some ideas from Russia, especially at this time in our political climate. But yeah. what what is Russia doing to promote women's basketball? that is making them enough money that they can pay Brittany Griner over a million dollars. Like what, what, because, because we ought to be doing that because it's amazing to watch one of these games. And if you don't know that you're not going to go and, and it's going to hurt the league into to the point where it could, it could fold if, if these kind of things keep happening. Isn't it crazy that Brittany Griner could go to Russia, a country that hates gay people and as a gay Mm -hmm. woman can go and make that much money. Mm-hmm. it's embarrassing what? it's embarrassing that that is yeah. the case yeah. we should like it, it and i think i don't know if the WBA from the ownership and and administrative level is just over their heads i've read some articles um over the past couple of days about all-star weekend and forcing them to fly coach that for, for like for reasons that it, it's not just like purely like financial it's like they're unsure about how to go about recruiting issues and they just don't seem to have a real handle on how to deal with what is a real professional sports league not just like an up and coming like oh we're gonna you know go out to see junior league hockey and also w no this is these are the prompt premier athletes yeah in their field like they don't seem to know how to do that and the athletes are like, we've seen how it can be done right, and you're not doing it right. So yeah. bye. Like, yeah. Peace. I, I, I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame. I know that you know she that Brittany Griner is is tough, and uh, she'll she'll throw a punch or two without without much regard too. Yeah. But I don't. I don't blame anyone who's like, yeah, this league is no. kind of ham and eggs. Like, what are what are we all doing here? If you can go and make as much money as you can make over, like, go, please, by all means. I think it's like, to me, I get it. And I wish the WNBA could pay them more. And if they're not, don't find them for not being able to be there on game one. Like, they're making money. And now you're just like, that's, you're like, you're just slapping them in the face more than you already have. I hope that if, if Brittany Griner is in the finals this year, and they she's has to miss the first you know week of of play i hope that they take down every banner i hope that they take her face off the program i hope that they don't use her likeness or her fact that she is a part of team at all to be able to sell tickets and and uh you know get get people excited for the season because if you're not paying her like an athlete on your team then you don't get to benefit from her being an athlete on your team i will say they also have diana tarasi and uh, Tarasi is, and my fiance will kill me for saying this because she hates her, uh, one of the best players in the WNBA. I mean, she's up there with Sue Bird. Like, she is sure. just real good. 
and she's been on the Mercury longer than Griner has. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that's why they're not as worried as they could be. Sure. I will also say I think it's interesting and I wonder what was said on the court because uh, they were playing against uh, Brittany Griner's ex-wife's team. Um, this is in the notes. This is new information to me. This was not in yep. any of the articles. So, so dish, dish. Yeah. Are you ready for some uh, <laughs> for some hot goss? Girl, dish that hot goss. I'm about to dish that tea. Okay. So Brittany Griner was married to another uh, WNBA star. Uh, she's not playing right now. Um, she had twins and there's a lot of drama around that. She is also now with a man, which is fine. But mm-hmm. I do know that there is domestic violence reports against Brittany Griner from her ex-wife. Hmm. Whether or not those are true, there's speculation. Uh, sure. But I do know Brittany Griner does have a bit of a temper on on the court. Um, so I do not know if it happens off the court. Um, but you know, I used to, I watch a lot of college basketball. I enjoy college games. Uh, I remember when Brittany Griner was playing and she full on pulled a girl down to the ground by her ponytail, uh, got ejected from the game. So like, there's a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of, uh, as they say, shit talk, that happens on the court. So I don't know if somebody just said something to piss Brittany Griner off. Um, mm-hmm. But knowing that it was also like her ex-wife's team, her ex-wife still has a lot of friends on that team, like social media posts and whatnot. I, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if people were just like, mm, nope, Griner's gone. Cause I mean, she is one of the few women that can dunk like, yeah, because of how tall she is. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I am not a Britney Griner fan, uh, though I can definitely say she, I mean, she can do things other women can't. Uh, Glory Johnson, I'm sorry, is her ex-wife's name, who was on that team, who is not playing right now. Funny enough, still says that it is Britney Griner's spouse online. They are no longer together, just so everyone knows. But I do find it interesting that five other players were suspended, including Diana Taurasi, who I was just speaking of. The clip is crazy. Google it, because... You kind of don't see what happens. Mm-mm. And then you Mm-mm. just see Brittany Griner's like long arms because she is so tall, just like swinging. Right. It was interesting to me that they, that it was hard to see what was going on because yeah. if because they, they did a replay and they were trying to see if this was any other sport, if this was the NBA, if this was the NFL, if this was Major League Baseball, we would have 17 different camera angles of exactly what yes. happened. We would have yeah. it in slow motion. What is again just a lack of resources attributed to to women's sports they would have like three commentators who were actually like on the court in the middle of it Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh, that again i am i don't know enough about the the uh financials and semantics of, of this league but it is just interesting to draw that that comparison yeah I actually just found this about the domestic abuse. So Griner was suspended for seven games in 2015 uh, after she and her then wife, Lori Johnson, fought at their house. Griner agreed to complete six months of domestic violence counseling, and then they got divorced shortly thereafter. Yeah. So that's that's it's crazy to me that they suspended her, too, for something that happened off the court, because you do hear so many times about men doing things. Um, Yeah. Off the off the court, outside of the off the pitch, off of you know whatever they're actually playing off the field. right. Um, and it's like, oh, well, yeah. he shouldn't be doing that. But isn't he right. a great player? <laughs> right. And like, I guess credit to the WNBA there that you know they they took that issue seriously. That is a thing that should be taken seriously. Whether it is Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys, who who is yeah. a, a player who has had who has been a domestic abuser and has been allowed to just get continue on um, and, or whether it's Brittany Griner. Um, I will notice that seven games is far more than any NFL player who is, who yep. is Ray Rice was caught on camera. And I think Ray Rice only got either four or six games. Which it's, is crazy. Yeah. Like why, it, it, I don't like, why do you want that on your team? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but, yeah, I, we could speculate that. Sure, sure. All episodes yeah. long too. But I, I do, 
think that it is right that they did suspend her. I do think that mm-hmm. whoever is going to fight, like you're going to get suspended. I just, there's other things that the WNBA does that I'm like, but yeah. why? Yeah. And and maybe that, that is what this, this story is about is just kind of like opening, opening the little that kind of thing, you know, whether it is the recruiting issues that they had around the, the all-star game, whether it is this and, and the fact that they're going to lose one of their, you know, seemingly i guess problematic but star players um and the fact that all of this is circulating around a you know the fact that pay is so low yeah and and and, and what yeah. what the how the league responds to it i guess that is the that is the part and parcel of what happens is just how how the league responds to this in a way that is appropriate and beneficial for the rest of the players in this league who yep. are just doing their best to play the game that they are amazing at. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh man, I don't know. I feel like just kind of like what we were saying, like they get some things right. Yeah. You, Mm -hmm. you, you have a domestic dispute with your significant other and it is significant (laughs) for lack of better Mm -hmm. terms. You do suspend them. Let's, let's let it, let us show the young fans and the fans of this, this sport that we don't, accept this from our players which every other team should be doing but on the other hand then you're you're not going to pay them a fair wage you're not going to pay them to be the best of the best and then you're gonna dock their pay for things that are out of their control yeah yeah crazy (sighs) not great (laughs) not great not not great not beautiful no no Wanted to end on a, on a on a brighter note than that, but I think that's where we're gonna. I think that's where we we can wrap it up. Oh, I we talk about uh the equality pride hoodie being launched by oh, Magna great. Pino and Sue Bird. That's a good that's way to wrap pretty, it up. Yeah, because because I'm looking at this hoodie. I love this hoodie. I want this hoodie. Heck yes. Oh, sorry. I looked up real quick, and just for uh, those of you curious about the WNBA. Uh, the Washington Mystics are in first place right now. In fourth place are the Los Angeles Sparks. I will probably be talking about that more as we come closer to the finals. Anyway, yeah. back to the hoodie. That is important. So, uh, Megan Rapino of our dear, sweet, amazing, beautiful, <sighs> kick-ass <laughs> women's soccer team, um, and her partner, Sue Bird, who plays in the well actually she's not playing this season but she has been playing for the WNBA is Larry Bird's daughter launched an equality pride hoodie and it it's freaking rad it's so rad we will it's... never we will never own one no um, never. but <laughs> because only 200 will be made yeah. um and, I will uh... say one of my friends and we'll talk about him more later is the first uh openly trans man to be a professional boxer he got one <gasps> and looks freaking dope. <laughs> I'm just going to say that it looks rad as hell. I um, should be way more impressed that your friend is the first trans man to be a professional boxer. Yeah. But the, but, but my, my gasp came at the fact that he's got a hoodie. That's, the, I know. that's I, the... I, I'm pretty sure he knows people who knows people. So. Sure. Sure. Um, but uh, it was something they created with a brand called Uninterrupted, which I've never heard of uh, before mm-hmm. this, actually. And it's just a really cool, like Nike's a part of it. And uh, just what it means is really neat. You know, this whole, it, there's a quote on here uh, that says, Uninterrupted, Megan and I believe, and this is from Subird. So uninterrupted, Megan and I believe that every single person should have the freedom and the opportunity to love and to be loved openly. <sighs> yeah. Okay, well, Subert, I just I love you more now. So thanks for mm-hmm. that. If you were if you're <laughs> interested, the other really cool thing was, uh, and this is not about the hoodie, but it is about Rapino and Subert. Um, they were the first couple to be on the um the body issue, the ESPN body issue which is like they shoot the athletes basically naked, but they're, you can't see anything because they're, Mm -hmm. they're either in a position or a move or holding their equipment in a certain way. But it's just, that's incredible to see because like you just see all of their athlete muscles. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And how just freaking swole they are. Like it's crazy. But Mm -hmm. um, 
it's really cool, especially because this uh, back to the hoodie. Uh, it's paying homage to the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. It's got the lambda signal on there. It's it, check it out. <laughs> it's really awesome. For sure, for sure. Well, is that where yeah. we uh, is that where I, we wrap? I think that's where we wrap. This is uh this has been uh friendship goals. If you like it, let us know. Yeah, we don't have social media yet. We'll have to get on that. Um, but you can hopefully, just, just... hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have social. Yeah, you know what? I'll yeah. get on that. We'll have social. Love I'll, it. I'll, I'll I'll figure that out. Love that. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Maybe fa- I don't know. Find it. Just Google it. Just Google, Google it. Just Google us. If Friendship podcast. Google us, Friendship goals podcast. It'll probably come <laughs> up. If you're not going to Google us, definitely Google the uninterrupted uh, Rapino super yes. sweatshirt hoodie. Because um, if you don't want us in your life, you'll at least want that. I promise you. For sure. We'll uh, we'll get to the bottom of a lot of sports issues that that you know we're going to learn about and then learn why they're bad and then. Uh, I mean, it won't it won't take much learning why they're bad. It's pretty it's pretty obvious. It's, it's a lot of these things odd. are right on their face. But um, if there are if there are issues that we're not talking about and you know oh, about, yes, let us know. Please drop those links uh, to our social media or just find we 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 both have individual Twitter accounts. We can let we, people oh, find dude, us. That is very true. <laughs> Yeah. You... So you can find me personally on uh, Twitter. Uh, I am at Jenneth Richter. That is J E N N E T H R I C H T E R. You can find me on Twitter at Ron of the Mill, just like it sounds. R O N <laughs> of the Mill. And this uh, is... eventually we'll get a Twitter. Eventually <laughs> we'll get a Twitter. We'll figure that this whole thing out. See if they'll give us one. They might. They might not. I don't know. They're, they're too busy giving Twitter accounts to Nazis these days. We might we might be on the back burner. <laughs> womp 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 womp. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll we'll figure out a really cool sign off later. <laughs> Stand up and queer. Hey, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah.